You're listening to the Elevate Podcast, the official podcast of the Coastal LA Singles Ministry, where our focus is reaching up, reaching in, and reaching out. So the title of today's lesson is going to be called, Why Forgive? Why Forgive? So we're going to talk about forgiveness, and the first question I have for you, has anybody here ever been stopped by the police but not given a ticket? Not given a ticket. Oh, yeah, let's go around. Thanks, Hector. Let's go around first and introduce each other. Hector, let's go ahead and we're going to say our name and one thing people would say, one word people would say to describe you. Like, for instance, my name's Vince, and one word people use to describe me is romantic. Say romantic. My name is uh, Patrick, and I guess uh, one, one word would be musical. Um, okay, my name is uh, Winner. I mean uh, Hector, and the uh, best word to describe me is uh, Winner. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, all right, name is uh, Mike Hill, and I guess to be energetic. It's Marvin and a listener, good listener. How you doing, guys? My name's Sean, and I've been uh, described as strong-willed. Anthony, this is Kevin. Kevin, I'd like you to meet Anthony. Um, probably listener as well. Um, my name is Anthony, and I would say uh, compassionate and friendly. I guess. Uh, okay. Um, I was I was go with compassion then. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Julio. Uh, most of the people uh, describe me as passionate person. You know. My name is Drew, and I'm deep. Thanks, Drew. Thanks. <laughs> so, you're good, Raymond? Always 10.30. 10.30. It's all right. You're here. That's what's most important. So, we just went around the circle, introduced ourselves. We said our name and one word someone would use to describe you. Oh, my name's uh, Raymond. Hello, you new guys. Huh? Um, yeah, me, uh, hectic, busy, you know. Thank you, Raymond. That's okay. We're good. Okay, so let's go back to our opening question. Have you ever been stopped by the police but not given a ticket? Has that ever happened to anybody? Stop not giving a ticket. Yeah, some of us. Anyone want to share a story about that? Sean? I don't know what these guys are talking about, but every time I've gotten stopped, I've never gotten a ticket. I think maybe they need to pray harder. Every time I do that, I always pray. Never gotten a ticket. I think, I think maybe you need to fast harder, probably because you're in sin. It's a, well, we can talk about it after. After the lesson, we'll, we, can, we can have a conversation about this. So, right, now getting stopped and not getting the ticket, it's kind of like getting away with something or really like getting let off the hook. So it's a little bit like a kind of forgiveness, right? So the next question I have for you are, what are some obstacles we face to forgiving people? Anthony. Um, I would say for me, um, mainly that, um, I, uh, mainly is my past and my family. And I think your, your phone's going off, dude. So, and so I think, um, so, uh, 
Yeah, I, I would just say my past, I guess, you know? So I don't really like talk about it. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Sometimes our past does affect the way we view things. Drew? Hi, my name is Drew. Uh, yeah, I think it's really difficult to forgive, uh, particularly like my father, you know, uh, some of the hurtful things that he, he did to me when I was a child. Uh, it's really difficult to let those things go and accept them. Except that my father's never going to be a father, probably, never. And, you know, just the other day, um, I was uh, teaching, freshman. And it was, uh, there was, you know, trying to get, it's a new school year. I'm trying to get things in order and, you know, structure and all those things, you know. So there's this girl in the back row, and she's talking. And I'm like... I'm thinking, I'm trying to teach you. I'm trying to, like, mold your mind, you know, teach you math, stuff you need for life. And so I said, stop talking. And then she kept talking. So I was like, you need to move seats. Uh, and then finally I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to forgive her. And, yeah. No, I understand you. It's easy, but it's easier to forgive family, friends. But uh, something like what he did earlier, that's, uh, that's hard to forgive. We'll talk about it after, Raymond. Thanks. Family and friends, awesome. So just, just thanks, Sean. Just draw our attention back in. The next question I have for you is why is it important for us to forgive? Why is forgiveness important? Anyone? Hector? Um, well, as you guys know, I'm a pretty humble guy. So um, why not add forgiving to that list? Um, so, uh, God can forgive us. We forgive others, so God can forgive us. Thank you, Marvin. Uh, hmm. Drew, let's go brief and powerful. Hi, my name is Drew. Um, forgiveness, uh, you know, it sets you free, and you can fly like a bird. Awesome. Thank you, Drew. Okay, Raymond. No, it depends. Uh, like, he's just a young Christian. After. Okay, we'll sit down and talk about it after. Okay, well, that's awesome. Raymond, let's see what the Bible says about forgiveness. Let's go ahead and open our Bibles to Matthew 6.14. Okay, we'll, we'll stop there. We'll stop there. You guys saw what this is? What is this? It's a Bible talk. Some said it's a mess. It's a Bible talk. Um, I, I want to give us some feedback, you know. What, what, what were some of the pros, what some of the cons that you guys saw? Um, even when you first walked in, uh, what, what are some of the things that you guys notice? Anybody want to? Douglas? Uh, I appreciate the circles. Okay, appreciate the circles. Okay. Okay. Okay, being late. Well, before, what, um, you notice when we introduce some of the visitors, notice one of the ones are kind of, kind of wrong. Guys, knows which one was that? It was this guy right here. Remember, he said, "Hey, I want to introduce you to Patrick." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever," you know. And so, I mean, you know, it's important that we want to engage with someone who's new, you know, and, and not just like you know throw them off. I mean, how would a visitor feel, or or, or a friend? Let's, let's make it more personal. A friend would feel if you're if you're like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever, man." Like this insecurity, kind of like, "Man, this guy's a jerk," and he and this guy's part of your guys' group. And so, um, any other? I saw some hands over here.
Yes, yes. Um, I know there's a lot of you guys here, but, you know, we, we inter- try to introduce ourselves. Um, some, of the, some of the guys here were offering people, hey, can I get you some food? Can I get you some drinks? You know, and so, you know, a part of a, 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 fam- a family group or a Bible talk it, it, is everybody is a part of it. Everybody's serving. Everybody's welcoming. Everybody's talking. It's rather than some guy in a corner not doing anything, it's more everybody's involved. Anyone else? Saw some hands. Marshall. Yeah, I think we got we got new guys, you know what I mean? Like we just started the podcast like two months in, we just got started and the hours are different now. So we're up in the morning to go meet with the guys and talk to them. So it's like we don't have to worry about the technical side of it. We weren't telling them what we need to do to talk. Right, right. Right, right, right. Brief and powerful. You notice with Drew, you know, sometimes that happens. You, you'll ask a question, and you want to ask questions. You want to be engaging, but someone will go off just for like a good like 15 minutes and trying to make their point across or, or express their, their their emotions. And, and and so, you know, it's important to say, hey, you know, um, we, we can finish this conversation later, you know, but I got, we got to get started. We got to get going in, in the lesson. And so that happens. I, I've been in groups where people are like, okay, when is this person going to stop talking? And, uh, and, and the leader doesn't do anything about it. He just allows it to happen. And I know we want people to, to express their emotions. We want people to be real. We want people to be vulnerable. Those are all important things. But it's a, it's a, there's, a, there's got to be a cutoff point, you know? And so... Yes. Right, right. You know, um, there's times you're in a group and people are having debates. People are having arguments, you know. People are, people are they, they, sometimes people come in not forgiven with each other. And it's important you, you address that, you, you, you know, hey, you know, we can talk about this after. You know, love to, to you know, obviously there's something going on. Hey, we'll, we'll talk about this after and kind of just. Cut it off quickly before it carries on, because then that people see that. Right, right, right. And, 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 and you notice um, he had an introduction. We all um, – it's important. We want to know who people are. So we introduce ourselves, make a, like, quick response. He said, hey, describe yourself in one word. Rather than – I've done – I've been in welcomes where it's like, you know, tell me what you did today. And then it's like 15 minutes later, the, the Bible talk session should have been done, and they're still talking about it. And so you want to make a quick introduction so people can just – Introduce himself and describe something quick about him.
right? And it's important to be relatable. Sean's role in this was he was the religious guy. He was like, hey, maybe you guys didn't pray about it, and maybe you're in sin, and maybe all these things. And so it's important even to talk to your group that, hey, let's, let's be relatable. You know, when we have friends over, we want to be relatable. We don't want to be like – people don't understand sometimes church lingo. They don't understand what, you know, even about Jesus. And so it's important, you know, you, you got to – I mean – He's having a conversation about Jesus. He's, he's going to use the scriptures, and it's important. We're led through the Spirit, but you don't want someone who's just, just over-religious, where it's just like super unrelatable. And especially trying to call someone out on sin, or, 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 or they're, they're, they're walked with God, you know? Especially if, if, if a friend saw that, it's like, man, you're calling your own friends out. Like, what are you going to do about me, you know? So, um, let's go back here. Right. And so you know, you know, we did this on purpose. This happens. I've had this. You know, people answer the phone. Why in the middle of the lesson? And start talking on the phone. And so, you know, a good introduction. Hey, we're going to get started. If you can turn your, um, your phones on vibrate, it'd be good. And, 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 you know, I understand sometimes people get important phone calls. If it's their mom or something like that, then, you know, hey, can you, can you take it outside? But the, the goal is you want to tell, you know, everyone, hey, we, want, we need you to be present. You know, as these guys were talking to each other. Why he was trying to do the introduction, and he was trying to, hey, hey, you know, we're trying to get your guys' attention. They're, they're just badging on back and forth. And so it's important that you, you – these are, these are things, of uh, kind of outlines you want to talk to your group ahead of time. Hey, this is important, you know. When we, we have family group, you know, it's one, it's about giving, but we're here to serve each other, and we have to be present. You know, I understand if something like an important phone call comes in, but please put your phone on vibrate. And, and if, you, if you can, just take it outside. Like he was walking around the group, you know, still while uh, Drew was talking. Anyone else? Later. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, in a situation with Drew, I would be like, hey, that sounds like really deep, you know? Um, love to hear about it later, you know? I would love to, I'd love to have a conversation about this, but, you know, it's important. Yeah, love to have, hey, yeah, we, we, hey, we'd love to talk to you about this later. It sounds like there's some things in your feeling, but, hey, we, we got to get, st- we got to keep on going. And so, it's and we're going to talk in a second, but um, it's important when you do a, a Bible talk, it should be about 15 minutes to 20 minutes long, longest maybe 20 minutes. I mean, I've been in groups where it's like 45 minutes and it's like a full-on sermon, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is exhausting, you know. And I and I'm feeling as 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 a Christian. Imagine how our our, our friends are feeling this, you know. And and and. Normally, we would invite people out. Hey, this is an open forum discussion. You know, I would love for you to come and check it out. It's like our 
uh, you know, a bunch of Christians together talking about different topics of lifestyle, our relation with God, or relate, you know, our, our finances and stuff like that. And so when they walk in, they hear like a 45-minute sermon. They're like, this is not what I expected. And so someone else? Right, right, right. No, good point. Good point. Yeah, it's a very good point. You know, and even saying friends versus visitor, because people think like, hey, you're trying to recruit me in your church or something. Like, rather than say, hey, this a, a friend, it makes it more. A, a friend makes it more. Hold on, hold on, you guys. Hold on, hold on. A, a friend makes it more personal, and that's what you want to make it more personal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're friends. Even in the beginning, when we were um, fellowshipping and stuff. You know, that's a perfect opportunity to introduce your friend and say, hey, you know, um, hey, this is my friend. We met here. Or, you know, we, we work together. Hey, this is, um, hey, he likes this about sports. Hey, I know you're a fan in this sport. You know, and it's just open the conversation. Now, Ryan, did you have a question? Okay. Uh, I know you had a question. That's a good point, but this is what we deal with uh, as as family group leaders. Sometimes we walk into this. There's people who walk in with this a bad day, 
or, or maybe they're just not doing good spiritually, and we have Bible talk, and I have to show up for Bible talk, and, and, and just there is this, this bitter root that's in there. And as, you know, as a family group leader, you have to help control that and help draw people in to, 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 to God. And so which goes into the next topic, um, I really – you want to, you have a question? Yeah, you pull them aside afterwards. Hey, what's going on? You know, and I know some of the things that you know I feel like is kind of disrespectful, and I don't know if you did this on purpose or or it just seems like, hey, we're just trying to have a group here, and you know some of the things I think maybe you need to apologize to this brother. This is maybe why you did this, and just really find out what what's going on with Hector, what's going on with his heart, or maybe his characters is like that. We have we have a brother in our group who just sometimes says the most outlandish things and it's just he just does it he does it at midweek he does it just it's just his character he does it on facebook he does it on things and we constantly constantly we have to talk to him but constantly i mean we have a you know it's a one-on-one hey you know i'm really care about you is everything okay first off and he, honest truth the first thing he'll tell me is like my mom's not doing well or you know i've just I didn't take my medication or you know and sometimes i you have if you don't you don't ask those questions you don't know that hey maybe this brother's taking medication on certain issues his, his mom's in the hospital and she's on dialysis and you're like once you hear those things like whoa okay i'm sorry to hear that you know and then you you get to hey we, we want to be here to pray with you we, we want the group to be united you know hey let's pray for this brother because he's going through a difficult time and so he hears that hey we're all praying for your family he feels included and then still, you know, talk to him, hey, I disappreciate, you know, some of the things you said that you just don't say. If you, if you have an issue or if you don't agree with something, we, we can talk about it afterwards. And, and, and most definitely I'm here to listen and hear you out. And so the next topic I want to talk about, what are some of the challenges you guys face as, as faith group leaders um, that you want to talk about? Not that we'll go into the next segment, but it's important that, you know, this is what you guys deal with. And so how – like. That was a perfect kind of transition to what I wanted to go into. And so. There's two ways. If, if you threw out the topic, I'm like, hey, um, if you feel passionate about this, hey, you want to lead the next group? Now, I'll, give you a, I'll, I'll give you the forum. You know? If you feel passionate and feel like you want to teach a, a lesson, yeah. you know, one of the things we do in, uh, in, in Vince's group, pr- practically all the guys do a lesson and within months. It's, no, it's just not Vince because then everybody's like, okay, we've got to hear what Vince has to say every time. But it, it gives an open forum. Hey, 
I hear you. You know, um, we got to continue this because especially structure is good, especially who's leading it. And sometimes we have to allow the person to lead it because they put time and effort into it. But, uh, you know, I hear you. You know, if you want to talk about foundation or foundation of Christ, it's important. I, I think we don't cut people off. We want to hear them out. There's a point where, you know, there's, like I said, there's a window where you want to say, hey, okay, we're, we're going to go into the next question. But after they've been talking for like three to five minutes, that's kind of the sign. Let's we're going to go to the next question. So, I know for us, we, we have a, a leadership handbook. So we actually, our lessons are time, like our questions, how much time we give for response, like three to five minutes, allow two to three people to answer. So it's very structured. So especially if you're new or if you're just not comfortable leading a lesson, it's, it's a structured lesson. And it's really easy to follow. The questions, you know, are written. So it's not like you're not coming up with any real information on your own unless you want to deviate from it, and then it's open to do whatever you want to do. But it's a very structured lesson that's preset for you. Let's do one more. Um. one and then we're going to go up on um, uh, okay. okay I, I need a single experience but one of the things I see is a lot of maybe culture culture I don't know what if we have a cardiac arrest driving we really? invite a lot of people we have a lot of visitors right but the problem is the people come and show up but the problem is the culture is like it's a kind of mental anguish because they are not alone they see something in the world that they need to I prepared that class, you know, to encourage the people, especially the young people, you know, that the people is coming, is coming, so um, really good. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I, I think um, maybe it's something you have to sit down with that individual and say, hey, this is what we're called to do. And first and foremost, you know, we're, we're called to make disciples, to love people. And right now, I, I really feel like we're not being loving in this situation. And then, again, it's like the same conversation we talked to. Hey, what... what are you going through something? Is there a reason why? Uh, they might be like, oh, I'm just a selfish person. Well, I am too. But we're, we're here to give. I mean, that's why we come to this is 
You know, you want people to give to you, right? Yeah. So you need to give to others. And so it's, it's both ways. And I, and I, I do believe it's a, it's a one-on-one conversation. Uh, and then even this, I think one of the things we've done with our groups, um, we, we, before we even started Bible Talk, we, we, met, to, we met together and, and we said, hey, this is, this, is what we want to, this is what we want for our groups. We want to uh, we, we be outward focused. We want our needs to be met, but we want to be a, you know, a, a group of unity and a group of community. And so it's, maybe it's something that's having a talk with your group and say, what, what's the vision for our group? Why are we doing this? And so those are important things. Right, right, right. Good point. It's the same conversation, you know, having one-on-one conversation. Hey, I need you guys to be involved. I, I'm not leading this by myself. We're leading this together. And I need you to be a part of this. Um, but there are some questions sometimes are like, you know, they're rhetorical questions or questions that are like, yes, no, you know. Or then it gets like too deep and people don't want to answer it. And so I, I would encourage, you know, very simple, you know, questions where people feel you know they can answer and not feel like insecure about or, or feel judged or feel you know awkward about um i've been in situations where it's very awkward questions and like no one wants to answer but i think you know just talking to people just to get more involved again and then i need you to participate and, and, and to be involved and then ask them say why 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 are you guys not answering questions you know do you want me to talk about a different topic or, you know, wh- what are some questions you would like to hear in Bible talk? And so people can like would fill in, hey, these are some of the things I would like. Like, OK, if I talk about it, you're going to get more involved, right? Yes. OK, then let's, let's we'll do this. Sound good. OK, we're, we're going up here now and we're going to um, transition to something else because we have a little bit. More. What's up?
I need the mic down there. contribution we call it a giving talk and so but it, i want to talk about first and foremost this you know we only get better every message of a time yeah. the way you know so it's important that we you know we're called to a huge responsibility and and, and to have a forum and even if it's a small through a small group or being up on stage and speaking and if you know you know you know what the second greatest fear is other than the first greatest fear is death public speaking and so we have a huge responsibility and and so i just want to encourage us you know uh, one of the things that before we 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 come up and we speak or we present ourselves the two things that are important is prayer and preparation if you don't pray up for your message then don't show up for your message and so it's important that you you want to pray you know and, and just be led by god and be led by the spirits and also, it's preparation. Preparation is a key because it's important because you want it to prepare as much as possible. When I was in the campus ministry um, uh, back in the days, we, uh, our campus minister, we had our own campus um, service. And I remember getting called like at Sunday morning, hey, I need you to do the communion. I'm like, what? <laughs> the communion? 
Like, I wasn't like, okay, like, I guess I'll just, like, do it. Or, you know, our minister, hey, I, I need you to do the welcome this morning, you know. Or I need you to do the giving talk. The giving talk? Okay. Uh, God, your contribution? I'm not ready for it. And so one of the things I started to do is I knew uh, our campus minister was just going to call me out of the blue. And so I started preparing. I started having lessons ahead of time, communion lessons that I, I wanted to do. I had, like... Uh, welcomes that I kind of prepared what I wanted to say. You know, I had, you know, contribution lessons that I would have for quiet times because I knew I was being called to, to ask to do something. But one of the things I want, want to encourage us is when we're called to ask to do something, let's do it. The only way that you're going to grow is, is by participating. It's by saying, hey, yeah, ask me. I, I, one of the things that, we, you know, I think for our singles ministry, we're we had our own single service uh, with, led with the campus on the night service. And so I would constantly ask us to, to different people to, to do the welcome, to do communion, to, to do the giving talk, sometimes to, to preach. And the reason that we did that is that we give many opportunities for people to grow and learn. But if you don't ask, you're not going to learn. You're not going to grow in it. I think one of the things for me, you know, I, I used to hate, being up on here. I'm like, oh, my gift is like down there, giving to people, doing all these things. And one of the things I had to understand is like, hey, I prayed to God, give me the opportunity to, to, to grow more in this and to, 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 to be up more so I can represent you and, and to be led by, you know, when we're up here, we're doing it for God. We're not doing it for ourselves to, to be shown up here. And so one of the things, an ingredient, important ingredients is connectivity. It's the art of connecting your message to your audience by grabbing their attention in order to engage their hands and their, and their hearts. Here's why connectivity is so important. Every time that you stand here to speak, there's a distance between you and the audience. And so a great communicator, the first thing he does is starts to, to shrink that gap. The first thing he tries to start to do is to shrink that distance. And so when you identify to your audience that gap in the room starts to, to shrink. It's no longer you in the audience, it's us yeah. together. And so one of, the important, it's, it's a, one of the important jobs of communication is not just information. Information's good, yeah. but the other part is connecting. Right. You know, people don't need just more information. People need their lives to be changed. Mm-hmm. Your goal is not to get people to think about something. Your goal is to lead them to change. So the next thing I want to talk about is three things during the message preparation that will help add to the ingredients to your next message. The first thing is, what what is the single most persuasive idea that I can convey? This is important, and here's why. You want to create simple messages. You know, simple way to connect. And here's why. Imagine, not just Sunday morning, but Monday morning. You know, someone in your groups at, at, at... at their lunchroom, and you know they're getting some coffee, and a coworker comes in and says, "Hey, what did you do this weekend?" And the person says, "Oh, yeah, I did this and this." And, and he asks you, "Hey, what what did you do?" Well, you know, I went to church. Well, okay, what, what, what did the preacher talk about? See, that moment is priceless right there, because the teaching the lesson lives more than just five minutes from the, the church building to the parking lot. And so your responsibility is to make sure to, to give them something where you have that break room moment yeah. that they can connect to their hearts. 
I mean, how cool would it be if they would actually repeat your Bible talk lesson or, or, or your communion talk or, or you know, even your welcome or the sermon itself? And that's why, like a, a, that's why a 15-point lesson is likely, those 15 points is never going to be remembered in a break room moment. That 45-minute you know, Bible talk is never going to be remembered in a break room moment. Because here's why. People, people won't text you or send you an email saying, hey, complaining about your message was too short. Okay, this, they just won't do that. And so that's how the gospel was spread. Jesus was, was very powerful, but, but a, a simple communicator. The second question is, what does my audience currently think and what do I want them to think? You know, and the scripture says that one day as a crowd were gathering, Jesus went up to the mountainside with his disciples and sat down to teach them. He sat down to, to become part of them. He saw them. He knew what they were thinking. He identified to his audience. I mean, scripture goes on. It says, blessed to the poor in and, and spirit, for they will inherit the kingdom of God. And so what does the audience, what, what are they currently thinking? And what do I want them to think? Because you, as you, you, you want your message to, to begin where they live, where, where, what matters in their minds, what, what's, what they're interested about, how you can interact with them, what's their reality. And so that shrinks the gap again from the pews to the pulpit. And remember, no, we, we no longer live in an information age. It's more of a, we live in a, an attention economy. And they become captured to, to, to attention rather than just information. And so it's, it's, it's required for us to listen more, to ask questions more, to become observers of life. You know, David Rock, he wrote this book, it says, How the Brain Works. And he says that at the 10-minute mark is where the, the brain starts to ask the question, how long is this going to be? When is this going to be over? They did a survey, literally did a survey for, for like a church, and they, 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 they asked their Christians, say, hey, especially the Christian men, to, to sit down throughout the, the seats and literally to, um, before, before we get started, just don't be critical. This is your first time here at church. What, what, what's the first thought that comes out of your mind? You know what the first thought was? How long is this going to be? <laughs> it's true. I mean, I do that. My wife takes me, you know, we go to like an event. Hey, how long is this going to be, you know? How, how, you know, hey, when, when are we going to do this? And so it's important, you know, even when you're doing a lesson, you want to engage and, and understand, hey, ten, every 10 minutes, I need to get back people to think. Yeah. Not just say it, but show them. And, and, and the brain loves to see things. Last thing, why, why am I the one communicating this? You cannot separate the message from the messenger. And so you are the message. First and foremost, you're a follower of Jesus. And then second, you can be a good speaker. And so it's important that the, 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 the message needs to change you before it changes them. You are the message. It's Jesus in your life that becomes the message. And literally that leverages, you know, it's important that we leverage your life experience. And so one of your goals is in the first five minutes to have the audience think, hey, I like this guy. And it's not just being self-serving, but people aren't willing to be challenged by someone they don't like. And so it's important as you lead people, even in, again, a small group setting, just on a journey and to challenge them in the end, is that they need to like you. 
We, again, we won't, only accept, we won't accept messages from people that we don't like. And um, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to give some examples. And, uh, and then we'll do some Q&A. And uh, we're going to do some what, what is a, a good versus a, a not so good <laughs> um, welcome. So we're going to do the first one as a welcome. And then we'll have some quick Q&As and then we'll do a communion. And then we'll do a giving talk and then uh, we'll explain some other stuff afterwards. Okay. Good morning, uh, fellow Christians, friends. Uh, please uh, turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 9, verse 24. Luke 9, 24. You can do it now if you want. Yeah, Especially those who have Bibles. Um, uh, I would like to take uh, this moment to, to extend uh, a very warm welcome to those who are uh, joining us for the first time this morning. And... Uh, you know, whether you, you are just here to having a look or are searching out for a place to worship, we are very delighted that you are here. Um, our mission is we live to love, we live to love our God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. We cultivate and grow uh, meaningful relationships, not only with God, but between another. For us, Christianity is all about this, and less about a set of rules. What that means is uh, we, we exist to, to be in a relationship with the Holy God and His people, His church, and not merely to obey a religion. I sincerely hope that your experience with us today you know, through the worship, you know, that includes uh, singing, the, the clapping, the raising of the hands. Some of you I see dancing. Me, it's, it's more like a wiggling. Uh, uh, even just sitting or, or standing. But more especially, hearing the words of God. That uh, you, you would want to, to get to know Jesus Christ in a significant and life-changing way. Um, uh, I would like to... Uh, ask you to, to bow your head and, uh, you know, the Luke 9, before we bow our head, Luke 9, uh, 24, it says, For whoever wants to save his life, he will lose it. But for those who, whoever uh, loses his life, for me, meaning Jesus Christ, will save it. He is truly um, about life. Uh, please uh, bow our heads and let's pray. Perfect. Okay. And then... Hey, I just want to welcome you guys. I'm really happy to be here. Uh, I'm from our singles ministry, and I always appreciate coming here to church with my spiritual family. I mean, I, I always like getting together with my brothers and sisters. Like last night, we had a really great Bible talk. I got some really quality time with uh, my discipler. Thank you. My discipler. And, you know, there's some things I'm, I'm kind of working through. And it was just a really great one-on-one -on -one time, and I, I don't really get that anywhere else except here. So it's always exciting and encouraging to be home, right, my spiritual home with my brothers and sisters. So if you're new or you're visiting today, I think that's great. And uh, we're going to go ahead and pray for the service, and so let's bow our heads. Okay, cool. Okay, let's get some feedback.
Too long, unrelatable. Too long, unrelatable. Um, yeah, um, you know, yeah. first of all, you know, the energy needs to be like ten times higher. You know, um, yeah, this isn't, you know, if you're in front of the church, this is not a Bible talk or it's an intimate setting. This is a big setting. You got to come in with energy, um, you know, free from powerful, you know, and, and so people are excited to worship God. And I think um, Vince, you know, was, uh, you know, using church lingo. You know, it was like almost like he was inviting us to his own personal detox. Yeah. Even he knows too. He's like, "Hey, it's good to be here. I'm happy to be here." If I'm not even like smiling, you know, people do that. Thank you. Okay, okay. His was actually supposed to be the good one, but that's all fine. That's fine. People are saying. No, seriously. Um, we timed it for two minutes, so I would say a good welcome, you know, one to two minutes. I know you kind of went into the topic. Um, I think it's important, too. We'll, 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 um, I'll pick you guys in a second. But I think it's important to, um, to also bring up the visitors or friends, okay? Got to use that word. Not guests and visitors, but to even have fun with it. Hey, if you're new here and... Someone brought you out, and you're new to church, and you don't know about Jesus that well. Well, um, you came to the right place because this whole place is full of sinners. And so, just watch your pockets right now. I'm just want to let you know. Kind of make it fun, you know, or but because you're 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 in a room full of people who aren't perfect, but we're just trying to love God, and we're grateful you're here. If you're new here, and um, is this your first time out here? I just want to welcome you. And uh, if someone tried to convince you to like bring you out to to. The only reason you get come to church is so you get lunch. I'm sorry about that, but we just love Jesus and we want you to be a part of it. Um, we just want you to connect. You know, something really simple to to draw people in. Again, it's connecting with your audience. And so I know so we had some hands. Good. Right. And Vince on the right, he didn't seem to at all. Yeah. So. And then again, he, he made it, it. There's people who come up, they do. They like talk about their Bible talk and their, their discipler. And people are like, what is that? You know, what's a discipler? And, and so we have to make it, you know, engaging. This not for our members. You want to do a good welcome for our members, but also for people who are coming out for the first or second or third time. Go ahead, Kyle. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. 
Okay, we're going to do one more, and we're going to go straight into the, um, the next one, communion. I'll let you go in front. We can go to the next one, okay? Next topic, so go ahead. No, that's great. You know, I think it's, um, we, we've done this. I want to welcome, hey, if you're new here, um, just want you to know our, our service is going to be about an hour and 15 minutes. Bam, you just, you, again, you shrink that gap because someone's thinking, how long is this going to be? Hey, we're going to be here for an hour and 15 minutes, and, and you're, you're in for a surprise. We're in a series right now uh, about, you know, loving God with all our hearts. And so if you don't know anything about that, I just want to open, just want you to open your hearts. I just want to welcome you. And kind of the service, the way you want it, you can say that the way the service is going to run, we're going to have a communion message and we're going to have the, the series. But I, again, I want to thank you so much for being here. We're excited. We're going to have some great worship. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to pray for the service. And bam. And so it's just, you know, precise. But again, it, it's, you're smiling. You're, 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 you want to draw people to, to, to lean in. And especially as people, uh, men, especially men who, who, who are, you know, don't want to come to church. Are men who, you know, okay, how long is this going to be? And so just make it engaging and also make them feel welcome that they're a part of it. So, okay, let's go to the next one. We're going to do the communion. So he's going to do communion and communion. You guys determine which one's good or bad or if you want to determine both are bad, that's fine. So, okay. Okay. Keep in mind, um, these are precise. We time these for about two, two minutes, two and a half minutes each. So I know typically a communion lesson... Um, I know we do for lighthouses. It goes about five to seven minutes, and typically we have a P clock down below where it, it, it does a countdown. And so the expectation is, hey, okay, seven minutes the max, unless it's 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 something that they talked about. It's a, it's a longer, and we all agreed on. But typically, you don't want to do like a 15 minute uh, communion. Okay, go ahead. What's up? Um. Uh, my uh, discipling partner uh, asked me last week to uh, uh, do this. The, we, we're going to have a communion. And, uh, uh, you know, it's hard. Um, about 15 years ago, I, I became a Christian. Um, in life, uh, you know, I kind of live a life that is very worthy. Um, I was into, you know, a lot of uh, drinking, drunkard. I'm... I was uh, a drug addict. Um, I was into, you know, taking advantage of women. Um, and, yeah, when I became a Christian, eh, it's good. Uh, I became a better person. Um, uh, I still uh, kind of miss the good old days, but uh, it's good that, uh, it, it, it's good that uh, I have a Bible talk that, you know, the men, they, they, they kind of uh, held, hold me uh, accountable. Um, that's uh, that's about it. Uh, uh, thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, my name is Vince. For those of you that don't know me, and I'm a member of our singles ministry here at the Lighthouse Church of Christ. And this is a time in our service where we take a where we take communion, 
which is really just a moment to reflect on what God has done in many of our lives. So if you're a guest, don't feel obligated to take the communion as it's passed. But if you if you would like to join us, feel free. Um, if the ushers want to go ahead and get the trays, this is an awesome time. I've got a very short story for you in, in a scripture. You know, some of you know that I teach high school and I coach high school wrestling. And so a lot of people think, well, this guy must have it all together. You know, he teaches, he coaches. And, you know, I don't know if I have it together or not today, but it, it definitely wasn't always the case. And when I was, you know, a young adult and a kid, I had gotten in a lot of trouble. Matter of fact, I had been arrested for vandalism. I had been arrested for assault. I'd been arrested for disorderly conduct, and up till I was 30 years old, well, 29, I was arrested for a DUI. So I've had a lot of run-ins with the police, and as I reflect on things, a lot of times I, I just kind of feel like, man, those were the things I got caught doing. And so there's a lot of things in my life that bring up a type of shame, and when we talk about the cross and what Jesus has done for us, I think for me a lot of times it's just looking at forgiveness and how Jesus deals with shame. And if we look at Hebrews 12.2, Hebrews 12.2 reads, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, uh, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So therefore, indeed, let us, let us fix our eyes today on Jesus, who is indeed the author and perfecter of of our faith. And I know for me, it's just a space where I'm allowed to just give my shame and just become that new person that Jesus has called me to be. So as we take communion, let's you know, bow our heads for a word of prayer and just reflect on what Jesus has done for us at the cross. Amen? Amen. 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 Good job. I was, I was under, two min, uh, under two and a half minutes, you know, and it was, you know, precise. Wow, powerful, precise, sorry, thank you. Precise, powerful, and um, I think um, one of the things is what, is, what is communion? What is communion about? It's about Jesus. And one of the things that you notice with Raymond, you know, I, I've seen people come up and do a communion message, and it, they make it all about themselves. It's important, yeah, we want to tell our testimony, and we want to tell our story. Those are all great things, but it's because of what Jesus did. You know, and, and, and I've seen communions where they don't talk about Jesus. They just talk about, you know, their past and their life, and, and then they don't even bring in the cross as part of it. And it's important that what communion is, it's about us taking part, the body and the blood of, the, of, the, of Jesus. And that's the biblical, you know, what, what it says what communion is. And so it's important we share about that. And so, go ahead, bro. You know, vulnerability is great. It's really good, especially when you're sharing your testimony. But you've got to be wise on too much vulnerability. I mean, there's 
people who like, go straight into their impurity and talk about some things that are deep, it's like, okay, bring it back about Jesus. You know, God has most definitely put us from a dark place, we're from a dark place into a, a better place and a place with Him. And so it's important, you know, you've got to be wise and sometimes some of the things you share. Because I've, I've, I've heard things in communion, I'm like, okay, this is kind of getting uncomfortable. I understand this person's getting very vulnerable here, and it's important. They're pouring their heart here, but now it's getting to, like, a comfortability where I feel like I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. And so we've got to be wise on that. I loved how he introduced what, what communion is. Sometimes people just go right into it, and it's like people, you know, I have my, my family out, they don't even know what communion is. And so. That's a good point. That, that little bit of communication um, is something I always appreciate. Because otherwise I'm looking and they're reading and I read and I miss it. Right. And you know, sometimes we put the, the, the scriptures on the screen too yeah, so people yeah. can follow along. Okay, um, we got a couple more minutes left. So we're going to go straight into the giving talk or the contribution. And uh, we'll work on that. And then we'll, we'll kind of show you something exciting that, uh, that's helped our ministry out. And so, okay. Hello, everyone. To those who don't know me, uh, my name is Raymond, and I'm part of the Lighthouse Church of Christ. Um, in a few minutes, uh, we are going to receive an offering. So uh, get started and get uh, ready. Um, I, I would like to share, uh, you know, uh, b- before I share with you uh, my thoughts about giving, uh, uh, to those who are joining us today, uh, you are not compelled to give. But if you would like to, um, you know, you're welcome. I, we are going to accept your your uh, uh, offering, and thank you so much on behalf of my brothers and sisters. Um, but uh, before we do that, I would like to give you a, a quick breakdown where the money goes. Uh, for for every dollar that you put in the offering plate, uh, here's what happens. And have uh, statistics here. About 46% goes to the to to pay the the staff of this church, uh, and uh, we have incredible staff. You know that they that uh, uh, hears us, uh, ministers to us, and, and serves us. About if they will work uh, somewhere else or they will do something else, they will for sure make more money. But uh, they 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 gave their their lives to Christ here to serve uh, in this church. About uh, 25 percent or 25 cents, 25 cents of every dollar. Um, goes to the cost of this facility. God has blessed us that we have an amazing place to meet and worship, right? And then about 27 cents of uh, your dollar uh, goes to the ministry. We are teaching elementary children about Jesus. We, we are uh, connecting people with other groups. Uh, and and the, the students, they're making decisions 
to follow Christ. And uh, the remaining 11 cents uh, basically goes to the administrative cost of the church. Uh, you know, but we try to, to keep it down so that uh, we can be more effective in other ministry. But if you research um, about nonprofit organization, what, the, this number is real low. So um, that's it. Uh, that's where the money goes. And uh, I just want to let you know that uh, your giving um, makes a big, big uh, 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 what we call this uh, factor uh, to evangelizing you know, our community. Uh, let's bow and uh, go to God in prayer. Amen. Okay. okay, my name, my name is Vince and uh, I've been asked to do our, our giving talk. Now this is always a lot of times a hard talk because people don't really like to give and we've been called to give 10%. I mean, who really likes to give you know, their money away. I don't think anybody does. And I, I know I got people in my group that don't give 10%. I mean, you know, I try to encourage them. I mean, some of you guys drive really nice cars and you guys have really nice clothes. So, I mean, you know, sometimes I just wonder where our, our hearts are. I ride the bus, like I rode the bus today to get here. And I didn't see anyone here on the bus, so... I mean, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and bow our heads and pray for generous hearts. Okay. Oh, oh, all right. All right. Uh, any thoughts or comments? Okay. Let's get someone new over here. Let's go here. Right. And it, it is important. You know, we do want to let people know where their money is going to, but you make it, again, more simpler and connect. I'd be like, hey, you know, I really want to, first off, thank you foremost as a staff member that you guys give. One of the things that our money goes to is to help our Kingdom Kids area. And so that money goes a long way. We even have a lunch today that, that helps pay for that for our, our young Christians. And so, you know, the Bible talks about giving, and, um, but it's really our hearts. And where, you know, it goes to not just as me as a staff member, I'm so grateful for you, but also it goes to the facility here. And it means it goes a long way. And then, you know, then you can share a scripture and bam. And so you don't have to go through like all these statistics and kind of lose it. But, you, you know, it was good. But, it, you know, it's important you do want to share that. And I'm not, I'm not saying you do that every, you know, you know commu- uh, contribution talk. But it's important. You, people want to know. You know, even our members want to know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. go ahead.
Yes. Um, it was fun. It was interesting to look at. It was engaging. It was short, sweet, ineffective. But um, yeah. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was like it's almost like you were saying, you know, well, you don't give ten percent. It's almost like everything you're saying is saying, don't give. You know. Right. Okay. We'll do one more. Amen. One of the things I just want to let you guys know, um, we're not we're not professionals at this. We're just observers. Yeah, right. And so it's important, you know, we're just observing and we're just having communication about this. I mean, let's give these guys a round of applause. And I got I got a couple more I got a couple more minutes left, but I do want to share about this. Uh, on the table over here, we actually have um, uh, uh, we give each leader a, a booklet, and it's a it's a leadership manual. And inside that, this kind of explains what a, a, a role of a, a, a Bible talk leader is. And so right off the bat, you already know what a role of a Bible talk leader is. Secondly, it gives, um, you know, just like our core values for the singles ministry. And then just how to uh, help on discipling relationships. And then also uh, in there, it, we have lessons. And so there's a thing that talks about the five, like, things that kill a good message. And then we have... Literally 50 to 60 Bible talk lessons. And one of the things what happens, what I've seen in, in, in leadership, is um, we'd be like, hey, you guys look like you can lead a group. Go, go lead a group. You know, and it's like, oh, okay. And like, so you either learn from someone who led the group you're in, and you learn bad things, or, or, or you, you know, there's good things. And so there, sometimes there wasn't a, a strong foundation. We want to create the l- less burden on you guys. We want you to enjoy leading a group and serving a group. And so we created um, literally 56 to 60 lessons where you're not feeling like, oh, man, it's, it's Friday night, Bible talk, and I'm trying to, like, you know, scribble in a lesson. Or, you know, what, what, what can I look on, you know, you version for the, you know, for the verse of the day, and I'll just go on that. <laughs> and so we, we created a, a actual 15-minute lessons where, it, like, um, Vince was talking about earlier, where it has open, open questions, who, how long that should take, and, and, and there's like notes on the side so that you guys can change it as much as you want. We actually put it on the website, so you can check that on the website, leadership.us uh, leadership, uh, website, it's on there, all the lessons. We also created um, welcomes, how, welcome scripts, how, how, you know, the do's and don'ts on welcomes, and inside there it has like... Uh, like 10 examples of, of different welcomes on, uh, for first-time visitors or friends and, and to, to, to how to engage. We also created communion um, scripts. There's 200 communion scripts in there. And it's just list after list. And we, we, put, it, we put all this on the website. Um, we'll, you can even put your email on here and we'll, on a, on a, we'll put a page on here. And then we can send you any of this material too as well. 
We, that's uh, the giving talk scripts for contribution. There's about 50 to 60 lessons on there. Really, really simple and easy and to how to engage. We have five things to kill um, a, a sermon. And it's just quick five things, uh, you know, being too long, not being prepared. And the last one is, which one? Did we do them all? Okay, so check them out. Check them out. It's on the table. So the thing is, it just helps us to be more prepared. Amen? You've just listened to the Elevate Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit elevatecoastal.com.